Welcome to St. Tom's Online. Please find our latest sermon. Well, good morning. Some of you may know that our daughter Katie had a lockdown wedding earlier this year in August. She and Will had spent hours preparing for the big day. I was asked to do the reading and the passage was today's reading, Colossians 3. So this passage has kind of extra significance for me. Thanks to Stuart for reading the passage so well. During the sermon there'll be one or two pauses, pause for thought, pause to wonder, to question and to receive from God. So as we join Paul in chapter 3 in verse 12 he says, therefore as God's chosen people. This is an empowering statement. Paul is telling us that God thinks the world of us. Yes, God thinks the world of you and me. By sending Jesus, he has shown that he wants us to connect with him so we can enjoy him and bask in his love. So this is personal. It does mean you and it does mean me. It also, it's also corporate and communal. We are his chosen people. Let's Pause just a moment to enjoy this sense of adoption, this sense of inclusion, this privilege. Incredibly, we are all included as part of God's family. So, that's the who we are, now the what we are. We, it says, are holy, separate, set apart, special and dearly loved, Paul says. Now it's a bit of a cliche, but it's nevertheless extremely true that there's nothing that we can do to make God love us more, and there's nothing that we can do to make God love us less. This is wonderful and amazing, don't you think? Then Paul uses an interesting clothing metaphor, thus the sermon title, Wear Your Faith. In the light of what Paul has just said about being holy and dearly loved, we are asked to put on, as it were, a list of uh, attributes. I don't know about you, but sometimes if I'm told what to do, I sometimes struggle to actually do it. Call me stubborn if you like. But when we're asked to put on these things, we can be sure of two things. A, that you are going to be, uh, that we are going to be, it's going to be for our own good. And B, that we will be empowered by God to do them. That's kind of the way God works. So as a child or teenager of the 1970s, I had to endure many trials when it came to fashion. Huge shirt collars, platform shoes wide, flares and bell bottoms, lots of lime green, bright orange and even deep aubergine. 
Not to mention floral ties and headbands. Well, those pictures that I've just shown you weren't of me, you'll be pleased to know, but they could have been. Back to our passage, we are treated to a parade of enduring fashion. Clothes that will last and never go out of style. Come with me as we create an outfit which is fit for a king. Our foundation or undergarments knickers, are humility and compassion. Having compassion means we feel for other people. We are able to put ourselves, as it were, in their shoes. Having humility is about how we feel about ourselves. Humility will keep us from insisting on our own way, our own agenda. Without these, it's difficult for relationships to work well. Our next layer, as it were, of clothing to put on are kindness and gentleness. Many of us feel a bit fragile at times, so we need the gentle treatment. Sometimes uh, it is, someone has said rather, that in an often violent world, wear gentleness like an old, worn-out pair of jeans. Some of you will know that I work for ARC Eastleigh, which stands for Acts of Random Kindness. One of our favourite sayings is, no act of kindness, however small, is ever wasted. Or another, kindness, it costs nothing but means everything. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. Then our feet are the shoes of patience. Well, they have the shoes of patience. We need to keep in step with each other, walk in each other's shoes, even. And this requires patience, doesn't it? And finally, our outfit is finished off with the overcoat of love. What an outfit. As I consider what God asks us to wear, I am mindful of those people who demonstrate many of these attributes but seem to do so without tapping into God's resources, as it were. I met someone only recently like this. He was unfortunately abused as a ten-year-old boy by a soccer coach and he struggled, struggled for the next 20 years or so with, with dreadfully poor self-esteem, very little confidence and enduring mental health issues. But despite these things he eventually managed to achieve A-levels and do a degree and now he's doing his masters despite being told he would never achieve anything academically. He now runs his own business and is able, he tells me, to forgive his abuser and all those who said he would not amount to anything. He is even paying back some of those who offended and hurt him with kindness. I'm amazed that he's able to do that. 
So it's really disappointing when Christians, as Christians, we fail to match up to this picture in Colossians that Paul paints of us. I wonder if that's why Paul goes on to say, bear with each other and forgive one another if anyone has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. I'm pretty sure this does not mean, however, forget. The person I met recently couldn't forget about his abuse, but he chose to forgive. So the question is, how about us? We may not be able to forget something awful from our past that somebody else has committed against us, but, but can we forgive? And here comes the climax, I think, of the passage when Paul says, Over all these things put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. In his book, Love Wins, Rob Bell begins by saying, I believe that Jesus' story is first and foremost about the love of God for every single one of us. It's a stunning Beautiful, expansive love, and is for everybody everywhere. But, he says, Jesus' story can be hijacked by a number of other stories which Jesus may not be interested in telling. And then the plot has been lost. At the end of his book, Love Wins, Rob Bell says, May... You experience this vast, expansive, infinite, indestructible love that has been yours all along. May you discover that this love is as, as wide as the sky and as small as the cracks in your heart that no one else knows about. And may you know deep in your bones that love wins like us to pray for just a moment as we reflect on this passage. We may need to ask for forgiveness and for God's help perhaps to forgive. And we pray too, Lord, that you would help us to put on this clothing, these amazing attributes in your word which we can take for ourselves. Will you help us to know how to wear them, how to be them for you as we follow you? We pray in Jesus' name.